Welcome to our podcast. Good morning. This is our COVID edition podcast. It is. We're both in isolation. <laughs> both right in isolation, now. having dodged COVID for a long time. Yeah. Uh, seemingly, our children unsurprisingly have bought it into our household. Mm-hmm. You're a little. You're a few days ahead of me. I am, but not necessarily any better. No. Um. It's it's interesting. There's it kind of there was a three day, and I thought, yeah, I'm going to start getting better now, and then just just downhill again and um this is exactly what other people have described it mm. as you think you're getting better and then a new symptom suddenly appears like a, a horrible blinding headache um so covid is is not not nice not even nice. when you're double jabbed yeah. um and you've kind of you were determined that you were going to be the one member of our family who didn't succumb to it because yeah. you like to have that impression of yourself that you're too <laughs> strong for anything, yeah. even COVID, but ha-ha, it got yeah. you in the end. And it did, and I was uh, very clear at the outset, as soon as I knew I had it, I would make your life miserable. And you have. And I have. I have not suffered graciously, I don't he think. He has not. <laughs> uh, just for the record, for everybody to know this, I, I really feel like I need extra sympathy right now because I go through it all and then Martin gets it. So I don't even get time to recover before I have to deal with the the pitiful no. extreme that is Martin with illness. So apologizes for <laughs> sniffs and coughs um, <laughs> as we go through. The other, jo- the other thing, uh, I say a joy come Monday morning, I thought we'd have the kids home. Uh-huh. Um, but the rules are you can take them to school. Yes, um, so I was able to drive <laughs> as long as I don't get out my car. Yeah. So I can drive the children to the school gate. There you go. They get out. And then at the end of school, somebody brings them back to the car, which is, yeah. you know, fantastic. It's kind of service. the future, isn't it? Absolutely. Future you need more of, of that um, kind of school thing. run. Um, well, there we go. That's our little update. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're all okay. We're okay. Just uh, a little bit run down. But stir crazy, I think. Stir crazy, we yeah. We need to get out and we need to see people. And yeah. that's the thing, you know, even taking the kids to school, it works perfectly efficiently. But I haven't seen anybody. No. Um, and it just makes me realize just how, um, you know, extrovert or introvert, how much mm. we need people. We need to be around people and it's it's just so, so important. Yeah. Someone came to the door on Saturday and you, you shoved me out the way to get yeah, there as soon as possible. Like so. a real person <laughs> to talk to. I mean, the poor person, I, I think I probably just talked at them rather than <laughs> with them. But um, yeah, it was well needed. Uh, and I know obviously we haven't been to the um, church premises um, for a while now, yeah. two Sundays. We missed um, the quiz. We the missed the quiz, quiz which were yeah, really the whole family was really disappointed yeah. about that. Uh, and obviously not there on Sunday, so I did another video sermon, which um, yeah, uh, I think I filmed just before I started feeling worse. I think so. I didn't. Yeah, you were just on the cusp. Just on the at cusp. That point. Uh, and I have to admit, we I approached Advent, and this year we've we've kept in line with the kids' work, which is interesting. So Diana set mm-hmm. um, the preaching rotor for um, Advent. So these these are her. Uh, topics and I, I came last Monday to set angels and I just thought oh my goodness how am I going to uh, approach this topic it's not something that um growing up you know we really ever talked about I never you know never talked about angels it wasn't mm. a big deal uh, so I had quite of like a Ugh, really do I have to yeah you look very cast down <laughs> kind of approach and then I had a conversation with you well you were looking really cast down kind of like oh this sermon that you've got to write and I was like, oh, what the heck is it on? <laughs> um, and angels, what do you mean? You cast down about writing a sermon about angels. I would jump at the chance of, of writing a sermon about angels. That's 
Like, that's an awesome topic to mm. get to, to talk about. So then you kind of inspired me and, and set me on my way, really, which was um, really lovely because I was kind of like, what on earth am I going to do? Well, it, it Which is an interesting response. So both of us, we had very different responses. And yes. I do think that is probably to do with our background from a my from a mm-hmm. baptist background and you from an anglican background well i came to i couldn't understand your response it's like well why wouldn't you want to talk about this this is like bringing together just just so much rich mm. exciting it's like you finally get to talk about the magic of our faith yeah, the okay. real exciting stuff and then i realized it's not it's not because you're not excited about it it's because <coughs> you've got no experience of it you've got no background in so talking about honestly, angels I can, uh, growing up um when i did in brighton um i came to faith in a, a baptist church you know they would it was talked and I, I say flippantly on sunday but even the holy spirit was not talked about very no, much absolutely yeah. um so this spiritual side to faith uh and i think the teaching at the time there was very um kind of straight down the line mm. uh, very um kind of exegetical very factual very you know, facts lead the way. You know, it's all yeah. about the facts. If you get the facts Systematic right. Systematic theology. Yeah, if you get your facts right, the faith follows. They were kind of things that were talked about. So nothing of this mystical, nothing of the magical or the wonder yeah. um, that I think Christmas encourages us to relate to. So it was, uh, I did kind of a, uh, kind of just took note of my response there mm. uh, and just was like, why is that? Why did I feel quite kind of out at sea yeah and i'm wondering um again being brought up an anglican every now and then it totally shocks me what other people's experience are because you kind of get to know you know get to know what it means to be a baptist but then there's certain things that you just don't realize oh actually that was quite different so i i wonder whether for other baptists whether or not they've got less of an understanding of angels um you know, and I, I assume I don't think I'm alone in the Anglican Church of having more of an understanding. That was it was it was just something we talked about in our family. Mm. We would talk about um whether or not we had seen angels without knowing it. And um, because there's there's discussion yeah. in the Bible about well, uh, seeing it. Yeah, absolutely. So I remember having conversations with my my family around the Sunday dinner table yeah, about okay. whether or not we had seen angels and we wouldn't have known them. Um, and, you know, different times in our life when that might have happened. Um, and But it's not just that. It was very much in the prayers. It was in the liturgy, particularly mm. at Christmas time, but not, it's not excluded to Christmas, uh, you know, with only Christmas time. It's, it's, um, it was, it's all of the time of the year. There's still that awareness that God has these amazing heavenly beings, these messengers, mm. or even these um, warriors even, um, fighting for our, our own good and um, and being there on, you know, on our part. Like, so the, one of my favorite verses in the Bible is when um, Jesus talks about um, these little ones have angels who see the face mm. of my father. And that, well, it, it really reminds, it kind of really says to me that um, little ones are special to God. And yeah. that's really important to me because I, you know, I really believe in looking after children. Um, but also that not only does God love the children, God has these special beings mm. that stand for each one of us. Um, so for me, it's a, mm. it's a big deal. And I think it comes down to, you know, I was trying to work this through. and The, the message is important, so the message of Christmas, but 
who the messenger was as well. So these angels are these messengers. Yeah. Um, and I think probably growing up, it was all about the message. What well, is the Christmas message? Yeah. That's what we need to talk about. It's Jesus. It's about Jesus. And that's true. But who's giving the message? Who's speaking these things mm. is relevant as well. Yeah. It's a little bit why Mary gets sidetracked as well, I think, within mm. uh, some traditions. It's, you know, and yeah. other traditions go the other way. Um but I certainly think with our, our tradition, it's, well, no, it's all about Jesus and we can't yeah. talk about Mary lest we get, you know, sidetracked. Um, and probably with the angels as well. I think our faith needs to be broad enough to appreciate all these different messengers uh, that spoke and interacted uh, and had a role in the story. Mm. Um, I think it, you know, and we don't have so much religious artwork these days, mm. um, kind of post-Reformation. But if you look at some of the pieces that have survived or have, have come across from um, the continent, they're just so beautiful yeah. in terms of what's going on there. You've got you've got angels gilded in gold. You've got Mary with, you know, a, a golden halo. You've got Jesus. There's just so much going on. There's a richness there. Mm. And if you only had one of those figures, that would still be an amazing painting. But... <coughs> when you see the whole thing come together, you're kind of getting more representation of God's richness. Mm. And so I, I, I think we need to remember the angels. I think we need to remember Mary. I think we need to bring Joseph into the story. Mm. I think, I think everybody needs to be given their place because the biblical writers chose to include them for a start, but God, more importantly, God chose to include them. Um, he chose for them to act on his behalf mm. and you know i'm assuming he didn't have to he could have done it a different mm. way but he chose to use his angelic messengers and and especially gabriel is is talked of a number of times mm. this is a special being mm. this is a very special being that says something about the importance of the whole story that gabriel was there and i think it's that acknowledging the mystery and i think in a very rational faith Mm. you know and i probably have a more rational faith than you it's not always easy to appreciate the mystery of things um and sit in that that kind of gray middle and i think i'm trying to learn a little bit more about sitting in that Mm. um, mystery because you know so much of this world we think we understand but we don't um and so much of mystery we we live in a kind of a day and age that's obsessed with facts or you know not facts truth you know kind of post-truth uh you know someone's truth is not everyone's truth and that so it's interesting isn't it it's all got a bit more messy now yeah um and there's not a lot of you know solid ground to stand on with things and i think in some ways that's a challenge but also it does acknowledge that that's always been the case Mm. you know we we stand on faith and doubt together you know they are you know they are part of our foundation of our faith we can't ignore those two um so i guess the kind of acknowledging why don't why do we need the angels because you're right they are everywhere i mean you you kind of you know i joked on sunday there's not a book of the angels but they are everywhere i mean they pop up 273 times there you go that might be one of bismarck's quiz questions in a few weeks time it may be so try and remember that what was it 273 times 273 they appear in the bible there you go that's that's significant there's other things that we've based a strong theology on that actually (laughs) come up a good deal less yeah than that um, so 273 times the angels wow. are mentioned in the Bible. That I, I think that's significant. Mm. That's particularly significant. So, what, so 
what are they doing? Why, why are, you know, what is it about? No, it's interesting. I mean, certainly, certainly it's interesting. We tend to see them, and I think this is one of the reasons perhaps people have turned away from them. Um, they tend to be portrayed as very feminine, more like fairies well, it's in popular so, culture. So on Sunday morning, there was a banner up at church. I wasn't there. Yeah. Um, and it was a very female yeah, it was. Know, angel. Um, yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was a lovely Absolutely image. beautiful banner. I was um, really impressed with that. But it had more of the feminine in it than the masculine. Mm. And yet in the Bible, they tend to come across as more masculine well, figures. They're kind of always... They're not so necessarily masculine. portrayed as men, as as, as male, um, but they've got, you know, a warrior-esque mm. thing going on about them. Um, so, so they're strong kind of... They're strong characters for mm. a start. They're also quite frightening characters, hence the yeah. constant um, phrase of fear not. Yeah. You know, there's obviously something in their presence that is, is quite yeah. scary. Um, and it just sticking with that military side to it, because there is a military, there's a judgment side to it. So even the bit um, I talked about, uh, reference Herod dying, you know, it was an angel that killed him, Acts 12, mm. you know, and it's, you know, talks about worms eating him as well. But it's mm. kind of like there's a judgment. There's something quite serious about them. Yeah. Um, and that's very different to the kind of floweriness, maybe. Yeah. Uh, or the glitteriness um, of angels that we might per se in our culture or even, you know, that's been around for a long time, really. Yeah. There is a a military aspect to them, which is quite interesting because it doesn't compute. And I, I don't think I can think of many images of a masculine angel you know, or military angel. Mm. Um, and I don't know necessarily do they all have wings. No, well, some of them have many wings. Many wings. And wings on their eyes, I think, at some... Do they? Yeah, I think in, in Revelation. Wow, um, that's some which serious is stuff, really isn't it? weird. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting because I grew up believing uh, that an angel had appeared to us at some point. Mm -hmm. So having what, a, personally? a personal encounter with an angel my mom firmly believes okay. that wow. um when my brother was a little boy we were playing at carlisle castle and um, we lived near carlisle and um we were playing around the mound and at some point while my mum and my auntie were talking my little brother who was two years old at the time just legged it he just determinedly legged it for the main road at the side of the castle and this in carlisle this is one of the main roads that goes the ring road that goes around carlisle um it's incredibly busy a lot of traffic and she realized but by the time she realized he'd gone he was just determined and his little chubby legs had got him quite far close to the road now I was a, I was a little girl of seven, so it's all fairly. I remember it, but I remember it in a very hazy way. But my mum said a man stopped, and stopped him from getting to the road, and she doesn't know how he got there. Mm -hmm. She says because the man didn't pass her, and she didn't see the man in front of her. There was just suddenly a man, and I remember the man. I remember the man. I remember the man, kind of an older, much much older man, um, in a brown coat stopping Alex and giving him to my mum but my mum says she doesn't know the way the the way the path was the way everything happened she doesn't know where he came from mm. and yet there he was he rescued the little boy uh, he rescued Alex and Alex was fine otherwise she thinks he might have hit the road wow. so that's you know 
I don't know, but that adds to the mystery. I don't know. No, I, my mum doesn't know. Can't, you can't she prove, kind of, can she's you? tried throughout her life to remember. Did where did the man come from? Mm. Could she have seen him come from this way? Could she have seen him come from that way? It's a total mystery. Now it could be that she just didn't see the man alongside her. It could have been that, or it could have been it was an angel. Mm. We have no way of knowing that. Well, that's an amazing story. Yeah, it's kind of, and it's one of our stories. It's one of the things I grew up with, and mm. it's. You know, those are reasons why I I pray for my children when I tuck them in at night. I mm. pray that angels would watch over them. I pray that angels would guard our family. Um, when I'm, you know, feeling particularly worried, it's a dismal day and my children are cycling off to school, I pray that angels mm. would be at their side of their bikes and mm. um, protect them on their journeys. I don't do that out of some superstition or, you know, feeling that, you know, it's those little kind of, you can buy things like the angel in my pocket, little tokens of... Um, you know charms and things like that it's not like that at all mm. I, I'm i asking that God would put his strongest warriors around my kids to look mm. after them mm. wow and and I guess being open to that that's the and I think probably growing up I wasn't open to any of that side to faith you because know, you hadn't was, been exposed to it no it was it was very um you know sort of not evident so kind of opening up to that a little bit mm. you know and kind of um, understanding that a little bit um, and I guess all these encounters, you know, these are God encounters, aren't they, in Scripture? Um, God encounters where someone else is acting on God's behalf. Um, and that's where the angels come from, don't they? As messengers, yeah. as, uh, as judges, as enacting God's will on earth. They're not working separate to God. No. There is no sense that they are separate. And there is, I mean, I didn't go on Sunday and I really don't want it, you know, but there's the whole kind of, you know, fallen angel thing, this kind of, you know, kind of the the, the nephilim i started writing a book on that uh, years yeah, ago um i never finished it but i, <laughs> I did start um yeah and there's that whole kind of mystical side to where you know the devil comes from where angels come from or fallen yeah. angels where you know their choice not to work you know so i kind of oh my goodness I, I i couldn't get my head around that I barely get and I'm not sure angels. it's it's really it was really there for Sunday morning, but no, it, it would be interesting to talk Sunday. about. I mean, you know, if anybody fancies a yeah a pint down the pub <laughs> and a good chat about fallen angels, then yeah, yeah let us know. Um, but, and and the, and they are not just in the Old Testament; they're in the New Testament as well. So there's yeah. there's a whole spread of uh, of encounters. Um, and I think, you know, kind of where I got to on Sunday was if we honestly believe that the Holy Spirit is present everywhere in this world. Yeah. Um, I don't then think it's huge jump to think that angels are present in this world as well. Um, even if our image goes to a chubby baby, I said chubby baby on Sunday and Jacob was, um, he just laughed, he didn't just he? Laughed. <laughs> he was sitting playing with Lego in the lounge and he heard me say chubby baby and was just yeah, running around the that. house saying chubby baby. Um, but I, that's my image goes to quite fairy-like images. And I think, um, you know, wherever our image goes, um, just like if we say the Holy Spirit, wherever our mind's eye goes, because mm. I think we all view that in a very different way. Um, it's an understanding that, um, you know, God is involved in this world. He didn't yeah. leave us here and we're not just you know time wasting he's actively involved and uh, uh and something of that mystery and the mystical is in that mm. um i guess that, so that you know i don't know if there's anything else you want to say on angels otherwise we'll go to our last point no i only that i would i would say try to uh if you if you do picture them as particularly kind of um puny and feminine 
and you know without you know much to them other than a fairy i would challenge you to think about mm. angels as warriors as um <coughs> as beings that yeah you know are really out there and i mean i grew up on did you read the frank peretti books they're all about angels no, um really. a long time since i read them so scripturally theologically i'm not entirely sure where my theology would sit with them now however they they were wonderful portrayals of angels right. as just warriors for yeah, you know okay. fighting in the fight for good and evil so that's that's i'd kind of mm. i'd want people to just give angels another th another thought like really mm. think about them because i think they are significant in what is going on in the unseen forces of our world now we um so the final point is about christmas so yeah. we've been uh, probably watching a bit more telly of late uh, and we've been watching do we admit to watching uh, watching a show called american pickers yeah i, I would know. love american pickers so just a couple of guys going around buying junk out of people who hoard yeah. junk um uh, and it's it's not on a it's on a streaming service with adverts and we don't normally watch things with adverts mm. so it means but unfortunately if We've you ever watch these adverts if you watch these shows it's nearly always the same advert if it's non-demand show yeah um it's nearly always the same advert so we have the tesco's advert yeah um where it's this kind of nothing stopping us now well it's the don't stop me now don't Queens, stop me now don't stop me now is playing and the kind of premise of the advert is nothing's going to stop us this Christmas. Yeah. Um, and the whole thing is battling either to get on a plane to go away. Yeah. Or to be around. And to have the fabulous turkey, turkey Christmas. With turkey Christmas with all the trimmings. And I think after about the, the tenth time of watching it, it was like, oh my goodness, this is, you know, there's something a bit odd about this. Yeah. You know, this obsession. I think last year was really interesting looking at the Christmas spirit was let's just make do yeah it's not perfect but that's okay and we'll all just do our very best yep. to suddenly jumping back into this obsession with everything's got to be perfect uh, everything's got to be um just as um it should be um and it does great on me it's grated on me for years um i think last year was just like oh wow that's yeah really refreshing um but we've jumped back into it and as somebody like i i obviously you know as people know have a lot of problems with anxiety and depression and i find the pressure of christmas mm. really unhelpful like the pressure that builds up and since i've sometimes spoken to a lot of other people about you know how i feel around christmas and they're like whoa you know I just, I, I feel like I can't cope, I can't mm. breathe, or I just want to get to Boxing Day, so it's all over with. Um, and actually last Christmas, the, the COVID Christmas, in a way, I felt quite relieved. I yeah. felt quite like, hey, it's it's open season now on just do whatever you can, have whatever you can eat, um, <coughs> try and connect with whoever you can connect yeah. with. And that felt really loving and, you know, kind of, freeing and you could be quite creative that this christmas what i feel the message of the media is mm. is you have to have the best Get christmas now mm, yeah. you almost have to have a double christmas because you have to make up for how yes. bad last christmas was and you have to have this mega christmas and really that that means you have to spend a lot of money mm. because these are this is capitalism at its best they yeah. just want you to spend yeah. money 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 um and oh my word i mean come on is that really what christmas is all about mm. yeah and i think i mean one of the 
kind of breaks for us was our first pizza Christmas. Yeah. Which kind of came from um, some good friends of ours that had, they had, yeah. they, they were a bit, they never did the traditional thing. Yeah. And then one Christmas they did a, have your favorite meal. So I think some yeah. of them had like microwave meals. Or something. Yeah. I can't quite remember what it was. And it was just like, yeah, and I think I was the one that couldn't get my head around, no, it's got to be a turkey. Absolutely, you um, really couldn't get your head around it. Uh, and then we kind of had this, well, let's not, let's do something. And that was my idea. Yeah, let's do something and different. Yeah. Um, and we still had crackers and, and the rest, but just tried to take the pressure off it. It just broke the pressure. It was for once kind of like, oh, and it, it, it's a strange thing because I love the full turkey Christmas dinner, not anymore because I'm vegetarian, but I love the big the big Christmas dinner, but it wasn't about that. It was about mm. saying for once, you know what? Christmas is not about this perfection, this mm. advert version of it. This is just the day that we celebrate Jesus' birth yeah. and we enjoy the build up to that and we celebrate being with each other. Mm. And it's, that's really what it is. And it that's a simple thing. Yeah, it is, isn't it? And yet, why is it giving so many people nervous breakdowns yeah. and you know so many people on you know medication and other things and christmas isn't helping well mm. i'd say christmas should help it should be you know a much um you know much more laid back than yeah. it is yeah i mean i think the other thing just how much time it takes up as well because people start talking you know it's the minimum is two months isn't it? it's november and december yeah. and it's creeping even earlier yeah that's a big big proportion of the year really yeah it is um, is focused on christmas and around christmas and yet christmas is also lovely now i i want to celebrate christmas i got yeah, to the part where i was so negative yeah. about christmas about about three years ago i'd had too many very pressurized really not particularly pleasant christmases and it got to the point where i just couldn't be bothered i just felt really negative about it which was a shame because christmas has always been one of my favorite times yeah. of the year and Getting back to that just simple Christmas mm. has really that's changed me now. Whether or not we'll have pizza this year or yeah, whether I we'll have know. a nut roast, I'm not sure. But I think the point is it doesn't really matter no, it doesn't. that much. Mm. And, you know, we'll hopefully be able to connect with more people than we did last mm. year. But the other thing is, is we also don't know. We don't know. That's what COVID hopefully yeah. has taught us is that actually we don't know what's going to mm. happen from one day to the next. No, not you at all. You know, we could end up in another strange mm. quarantine. We hope we won't, but it could happen. And so how we just go gently about this season. I think that's it. How do we go gently about this season? How yeah. do we take in all of the mystery of the stories? How do we spend special time with each other how do we celebrate the angels mm. and go gently about the season yeah and i think and and just appreciating the messiness of it because the christmas story is not a picture perfect story right. you know we have lovely christmas images of you know the nativity but this was a mm. pretty brutal painful you know heartbreaking no room anywhere yeah situation this was sorry guys you're forgotten about it doesn't matter about your story about you know, how important you think you are no yeah. one's no one's around for you and mary and joseph were there you know whether they were in a stable within a house or a basement within a house or a shed or whatever people think these were people who were mm -hmm. not included you know and the most precious story our world's ever had those the people the heart of that story weren't 
included and it wasn't you know positive you know and obviously we you know and throughout Mary and Joseph's life there's a you know a real battle with you know kind of coming to terms with who Jesus was you know and Mary's understanding of that it was a painful hard you know broken-hearted life and and many of us know experiences of of being broken-hearted and it's hard to see God in that and yet we look at the story mm. and it tells it tells a broken hearted story it's not yeah. an easy story it's not the happy ending story um, no. although ultimately you yeah. know we believe and and scripture has celebrations you know jesus went to f- weddings and parties you yeah. know there are celebrate there are real positive yeah, highlights absolutely. you know real times of joy but the christmas story didn't start out that way it was you know there was a lot going on a lot of danger you know and a lot of um, uh, difficulty as well, and it was. And can we remember that? Can yeah. we this year, rather than just blinding ourselves to anything other than perfection? Yeah. Can we just hold on to the messy story? Mm. Can we come and celebrate? Can we, as a people of faith, mm. come and celebrate the messy story? Because I believe that's what people need inside yeah. and outside the church. Yeah. They need to know that you know it's a, it was a messy story, and life is messy and hard. Mm. And how we, um, and let's have a Christmas that's messy and hard because mm. let's face it, it's just, an, it is another day of the year. So why wouldn't it be any harder or any easier than yeah. than any other day? Well, I think, uh, I haven't coughed too much, I don't think, um, but I think we've probably come to the end um, before I give out a big cough. Um, yeah. Thank you for listening. Um, we'll continue the journey up to Christmas with our podcast, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, I'm excited if, to do that. Uh, if um, we stay well. Um, But God bless you this day and uh, I pray an Advent blessing on you. Take care. Bye-bye.